everyone and welcome to another episode, wait sorry, another season of oh. Football Armchair Experts where we pretend to know everything but actually we know nothing. For those of you joining us for the first time, we are a group of Singaporean friends who usually preview football matches. We've done the Premier League last season, we've also done the Euros this summer. For those of you who have joined us before, welcome back. Hopefully you've had a good summer, maybe you've enjoyed the Olympics or uh, maybe you've enjoyed football coming Rome. If you do like our content, remember to just like and subscribe. We will be doing our season predictions for the Premier League season 21-22. This episode will be going through the transfer window first before giving you our picks for the title top four as well as the relegation spots. First, we introduce the experts wearing Liverpool's away jersey, maybe because he feels this could be a special season for Liverpool. We'll find out from his predictions later. It's Liverpool fan Inran, host of the Robin Lowe show, as well as his own podcast, Fully <laughs> Casuals, Chelsea fan Robin, Newcastle fan, and self-proclaimed TikTok expert, Manjun. And I myself, Mark, I'm a Fulham fan. Let's first talk about the transfer window. I see a lot of YouTubers delaying their previews for the Premier League, mainly because everyone is waiting to see if Harry Kane moves to Manchester City. It's best we start with the Harry Kane deal. First of all, I'm not sure if we feel that Harry Kane will definitely move to Man City. I honestly don't know, eh, but I feel like he's not going to just because Man City already spent so much this transfer window, I think. If Messi was free and they didn't go for Messi, why would they want to go for Harry Kane? <laughs> well, it's too basic to go for Messi, that's why. <laughs> It's like he'll, like he'll make back all the money from the, the shirt sales and and like obviously he's better than Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, but I, I don't think it's going to happen just because it's so late into the season already and they got Jack Grealish. So even though they don't play in the same position, they didn't really need Jack Grealish, but they, just, they still bought him. So I guess they're going to play with like a force nine sort of system, I guess. If Man City go into the season basically with Gabriel Jesus as their only recognised number nine, Surely it's going to be an issue for them. Yeah, that's what I was worried about also. But they kind of turned it around last year. So if they just keep the same form, uh, which is a challenge, uh, I think they'll be fine. Like Pep Guardiola is good enough. And when the players are fully fit again, I think his false nine system can work. So it shouldn't be that bad. Although personally, I'm quite confident they will eventually get Harry Kane. Maybe he needs to skip a few more training sessions. Uh. <laughs> What, what do you think about this whole skipping training session thing? Is it good? Is it a viable strategy for, for a player to if they want to force a move? Mm, I guess what is trendy now is player empowerment. So <laughs> as long as the player wants the fucking move, they can do whatever the fuck they want to force the move. So I mean, I agree. I mean, what else can he do? So if you can't do things legally, then you just do it another way lo, to get yourself out of the club. But I agree with Robin. I think NLD is going to go somewhere. La. Hopefully it's City. La. Why, hopefully, hopefully, why, hopefully, if not where, yeah, hopefully. It, it, the thing is that if not where, I don't know where. Like where is a bigger upgrade than for Spurs in the Premier League, and who needs a striker? United, no. United need me. They got Cavani. Not for long, right? right. One more year, two years. Yeah, it's always one two years. On this kind of mm. things, it's just whether they want Haaland. But mm. yeah, but I, I think don't... that sort of just play a part also. Like if Kane mm. doesn't go this season. Basically, it's competing against, well, competing against Haaland like, in that sense that like Man City would definitely go for a younger striker. Mm. Whether Harry Kane moves to, to Man City does affect our predictions in a sort of way. So I guess, mm. I, I think a bit goes without saying that you do take our predictions with a little bit pinch of salt because we are going based on the transfers that are of today, um, 9th August, Singapore's National Day. Uh, <laughs> Part of the country. Yeah, of course. Uh, shout out <laughs> to shout out to Man City. Uh, of oh, course, uh, shout out to Singapore. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Man City. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. For of course, uh, 
recognizing us. That'd be yeah. <laughs> kind of surprised actually. I think not many clubs would have done that. I, I guess maybe we can go sort of club by club, but you know, since Man City are the defending champions, their only one main deal this summer has been Jack Grealish. Do you think they overpaid? I think it's a direct overpay uh, for okay. Grealish. Not, not because he's untended, but I just feel with 100 million, you could get someone, you could get Harry Kane, uh, who I feel would have a bigger impact on City than Grealish. I, w- I would like to think that Jack Grealish was always number two behind Harry okay. Kane. Yeah, so as the deal, deal for Harry Kane seemed a bit more unlikely, then they just went for number two. La. They special up more for number two. Yeah, which isn't a bad deal, but then it's like, they could have saved 50%, I felt. Okay, yeah, 50, 50% a bit much. Uh. I think 70 yeah, I mean, mil would be yeah, good. Maybe 100 mil is a, 3 digits uh, is a hell of a lot uh, for Jack Willish. I mean, another club that also spent a lot this summer, and I've, I know that a lot of Menu fans will come out and say, well, you know, Man City is splashing the cash, but Menu have actually spent more money this summer, so they cannot actually say that, unless, of course, Man City eventually get their men. Menu, uh, of course, bought Rafael Varane, and also Jadon Sancho from Dortmund. They finally did it after... Summer after summer of uh, <laughs> lengthy discussions of squabbling over a few million, they finally got Jaden Sancho. Okay, I guess can ask even looking at these two deals, you know, does it make you feel afraid that Menu now will be sort of competing at least on level terms with Liverpool, or you know, potentially maybe a threat to finish above you? I think definitely there will be a threat after the moves that they make this season. How can you not right, after spending like hundred mil compared to? Liverpool almost spending nothing. But I also think it's not just because like they spend that much, but it's just because Liverpool didn't perform well the previous season. So you don't know what sort of Liverpool you're gonna get this season. Is it gonna be a continuation from this previous season? Or is the or is it gonna sort of revert back to the title winning season where the where the whole score was fit, right? So like you don't it's still hard to say which Liverpool is gonna come back this season. Because if you're gonna go back to the the previous title winning squad, right? Like, I don't think Menu is there yet. But if you're going to see like last year's Liverpool and Menu will be above them. Uh. So, I mean, we, we did say that, you know, um, Menu basically more or less have like one or two weaknesses. You know, a lot of Menu fans also saying that one of their weaknesses, of course, was to address their uh, right wing, which was, was, was uh, Jaden Sancho. And of course, the centre-back partnership, you know, Harry Maguire was partnering basically the whole the whole club, like everybody had their turn to partner him at the back. <laughs> they more or less settled with Lindelof, but he will always get blamed for anything. Uh, now, of course, they have run in. It's a sort of a solid centre back partnership, so I guess they cannot really blame that. So, it, you know, I guess if, if they're going to concede goals, I guess uh, David De Gea will have a lot of the blame this time. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they still don't really have a proven striker, right? I mean, I guess Cavani. you can say Cavani, but you know, he's like how old, so yeah, so like the Twilight years really. To see how Central performs, uh, that's the main thing, right? Because Menu's attack hasn't been that good this like the past season, also. Or if he needs time to bait in, then they're not going to have a good first half of the season. Yeah, I personally feel that Jaden Sancho alone does not move the needle for Menu. Like last year, they were second, right? Yeah. Then I don't feel they were better second, even with Sancho. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not because I'm undermining Sancho. It's because I feel even with Sancho, they are still not as good as like Man City. Robin, of course, Lukaku coming back to Chelsea. Obviously, it will solve your striker issues. Like there will not be any more oh, Timo Werner offside, Timo Werner missing everything again. You know, Surely, it will improve your striking options, but do you think it will help you challenge for the title? 
yes, I think it will help massively. But I'm not sure if we will still be champions because City are still the team to beat. Uh, I think Chelsea's concerns is more trimming the squad, to be honest. Uh, there's too many deadweight in this team right now that's, that no one wants to buy because of past mistakes. La. Like, well, Danny Drinkwater is still there. Bakayoko is oh. still there. Like, oh, we really very long ago, yeah. Yeah, we really need to get rid of these players. And if they remain in the club for too long, then they could start a rot, you know, like a disharmony and all that. So that, that'll be my fear, I think, of how Tuchel is going to manage the squad, the large squad. Um, plus, we're going to have many, many matches this season, a lot of competitions to play. I think that would hamper the league challenge a little bit. Mm. I guess you're referring to the FIFA Club World Cup. That's the yeah. only additional one, right? Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, you know, Champions League, everything more or less the same as last season. Hmm. There's travelling, the Club World Cup. So I think that would play quite a big part, la. Okay, of course, uh, we haven't had a time to congratulate you on being European champions, you know, because we didn't have, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have a last episode. What? <laughs> looking at Chelsea's transfers just now, I was looking at the transfer uh, market. We're not sponsored by them, but I was just looking at their website. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Chelsea, other than Lukaku, only signed uh, Marcus Bettinelli from Fulham. Uh, he's now your third choice keeper. Uh, I'm not going to ask you about him. Don't worry. No, I have no idea about you. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna ask you if you wish that Chelsea had done any other business this transfer window. Linked to Kunde, I think, but yeah. I'm mm. quite curious. Like I don't know why, because there isn't a direct need to replace any centre back yet. Uh, I'm more concerned in central midfield. We still need some depth. I was hoping for like Declan Rice or someone like that. Yeah, so I'm surprised there's no bigger links there for now. Liverpool's only transfer, of course, is Ibrahim Konate, and that came mm. in really early on. Happy with that signing? I think that's the thing about Liverpool's squad. When you think of how you're going to strengthen the squad, right, it's very hard to think of a position of weakness. It's more of just bolstering the squad, or just in case you get injuries or whether you get someone that's off form at a certain period, like our front three last season. I don't think Konate is a marquee signing. He's, also, he's like a young, up, young up-and-coming player that's gonna be challenging Joe Gomez for the starting spot. I don't think he will be like an automatic starter also. There's nothing wrong with the signing and it's like, I think got him for a relatively cheap fee so it's all okay. It's, and there's not a lot of pressure like, oh, you got a 100 million signing, you got a 70 million signing. Then if the person don't perform, come Ghana's score earn. Didn't think that I would be saying this but Arsenal have actually spent money. <laughs> you know, whether they spend wisely, that one debatable. They spent 50 million on Ben White from Brighton. Uh, he didn't always start for Brighton as well. Would you pay 50 million for Ben White? Hell no. You, co- you compare to every other big team, Varane, oh my god, he's like half price. Konate himself also cheaper. Ridiculous fee just because of the English tax. Uh. He's good, but he's not 50 million good. <laughs> Arsenal are quite desperate, uh, this signing. They do need a centre-back, but really 50 mil, uh, I don't see it. Uh. In fact, I think looking at the expenditure, right, I think Arsenal have probably spent one of the most this transfer window. So, of course, you know, those Arsenal fans saying that, you know, the, the Kronke is not spending and all that. Perhaps they can't really say that this time around. They also spent on uh, Albert Lokonga and uh, the Portuguese left-back um, Nuno Tavares, I think that's his name. Yeah. I don't know how to sp- to pronounce it in Portuguese, maybe our Portuguese expert yeah. Manjuro oh, is shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, I should put in my resume that I can speak Portuguese. Okay. Probably <laughs> <laughs> like noon tau, something like that. Uh. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll take your word for it. Take away the S, take away the O. That's how you pronounce in Portuguese. <laughs> and I think it's like Ben White for 15 million is, an, is a step in the wrong direction. Uh. 
it's not I don't think it's gonna boost their score that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what like I don't think it's gonna make a difference. And you expect a 15 million signing to make a difference, uh. First sign Christian Romero from uh, Atalanta. I mean, yes, I think definitely gonna have an impact. But in terms of like their season position ben, and, right? and all that, right? <laughs> well, hard to say, yeah. I honestly, I don't think their signings will move the needle that much or so actually from seventh place last season. Okay. Yeah. So they have spent also, like, you know, this is still assuming that at this current moment, they're not selling Harry Kane. They've spent 40 plus million on Christian Romero. They've also spent 25 on Brian Hill also. So that's quite a significant amount of spending compared to the other teams around them, you know, with the exception of Aston Villa, but we'll get to them a bit later. I think with Harry Kane, they can, but without it, I think it's, they're gone. But that's the thing, like, I think they can build on seventh, but what's the point if you can't get top four? If your aim like the Europa League, will you be happy with your European position? I, I would think, okay, say for example, they do end up selling Harry Kane. Let's say they get any striker and they end up building on 7th place. I think most Spurs fans would actually say it's not that bad a season given you lose your best yeah, player if, in if like you lose Harry Kane, recent uh, history. You... I guess maybe you can ask Robin because he did uh, watch the Community Shield yesterday, yesterday night, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I was also wondering like, was it last night? Yeah, it was last night. Who won? Yeah. Uh? Two nights, uh, Leicester won one nil. And you did comment on Patson Daka, that's Leicester's big signing, doing pretty well. He's probably going to be the replacement for Jamie Vardy, so I guess this season will mm. be the one where they're phasing him in. First impressions? Yeah, he's super fast, very dangerous on the counter-attack. Uh, didn't see much action because he was pretty late when they subbed on. Um, but he combined decently with uh, Ihe Nacho, so there's interesting tactical prospects for them now la, compared to just Vardy or Iheanacho now there's an option to play two two strikers right but I think mainly it's just his pace so far first impression is just pure pace never really see him shoot or do anything much else in the game la. but that's enough to be dangerous uh, Leicester of course also signed uh, Bubakari Sume of course who won mm. the French League with Lille last time out so that will sort of give them more midfield options as well um, Aston Villa have have preemptively spent the Jack Grealish money. I guess you can say that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so they spent mostly uh, on embarrassing Arsenal by beating <laughs> them to the signing of Emiliano Buendia from Norwich. Uh, it was about a forty million deal. That's <laughs> crazy kind of money for Aston Villa. But you know, I guess they were quite sure they were going to get some of it back from uh, Jack Grealish. I guess Jack Grealish replacement was Bayer uh, Leverkusen's Leon Bailey or so. Are they going to replace Jack Jack Grealish? I don't think so. But I think as a collective unit with those signings, I think they will do better than last season. Because I think one of, the, one of the reasons why they weren't so good is because their bench players were starting games a lot hmm. last season. Like NY Algazi. But if you have those players coming off the bench instead and you're starting the likes of Leon Beatty, okay. the thing is, I don't know whether hmm. Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins, will they start together? I'm not sure. Hmm. Because then going to he's quite attacking. Eh? Yeah, that's the thing. Did they buy Ten Ings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a surprise deal. 35 million. They quietly bought him. Yeah. When? Uh? Like just all of a sudden. Yeah, I think last like, week? The last immediately week. after Grealish announced or something, then they bought him yeah. and destroyed Southampton. That's like the... Yeah. They destroyed Southampton. <laughs> Get to really yeah. Yeah. The other club that did particularly a lot of um, transfer dealings was Crystal Palace. Half their team all was out of contract last season and they had to go and replace like almost all of them. Everton have bought like half of the, their rejects. <laughs> <la>. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Stock up. Uh, <laughs> strengthening their mid position. <laughs> but Palace, of course, have brought in a lot of young players. Uh, this is going to be a gamble for them. They brought in Mark Gui. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, from Chelsea. Robin can correct me if it's wrong. Uh, one of the young players of the championship, Michael Ulisse from Reading. Uh, it's 8 million. A lot of people are saying it was worth a lot more. This has the potential to go very wrong as well. Could be a Frank De Boer kind of moment. And it is Patrick Vieira in his first season at <laughs> Premier League. I mean, the signings itself sounds quite promising compared to the usual Crystal Palace that we know. I think they're building something, but it's just Vieira that I'm a little bit unsure of, to be honest. I am still reasonably confident they'll do fine. They'll still survive another average season, a typical Crystal Palace season. I think they'll still survive and be Zaha FC. La. He's still there. <laughs> I guess, yeah. He's not gone to Everton yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think for clubs like Everton and, and Spurs, right, their most pressing concern was to get, was to sign a manager. It wasn't to get like new signings. That's la. true. <laughs> so, yeah, there are a, a lot of, uh, well, a lot. There are drama. a few new managers this time round. Spurs took, like basically no, they no, ran through, it? don't know how many candidates before they finally decided on Nuno Espirito Santo is like what 20th choice or something <laughs> because nobody <laughs> wants them Wolves <laughs> yeah. uh, replace Nuno with help me with the Portuguese pronunciation I'm not sure if it's Bruno Lager uh, from what I know it's just Bruno Lager I don't know anything about him do you know I don't anything know about, about him, him also. He, okay. I know he coached Benfica la. that's all I know and he won them a title of course Everton got uh, crosstown rivals uh, Liverpool's ex-manager uh, Rafa Benitez also big controversial uh, selection um, I guess maybe you can ask Inran, do you have any opinion on this or indifferent? Not really indifferent. La. I mean, for someone like Rafa, he's a loyal servant for so long already and he helped us got a Champions League. I think like, like this won't tarnish his, his legacy. It's, uh, he leaves a club for what, 10 plus years already eh? and men's got to work, right? You can't be like, oh, you <laughs> 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 can't, can't just, just come because of like this, like this Liverpool thing to, to keep you back. And plus his family is like in the area right if I'm not wrong so mm. it's like it's a win-win for him uh. he gets to spend time with his family and he still gets to coach his football so so I think you can give him a pass on that uh. mm, okay I guess maybe we can round up sorry if we're not mentioning your football club's name maybe we'll get to it on the predictions but uh, I guess just to round up the three promoted teams that have come up uh, Norwich, Brentford and Watford have all done a little bit of transfer dealings Manjun any standout transfers for you or standout teams that you think have done pretty well? I think Norwich has done well offensively. They bought Milot Rashidza, right? From, from Bremen. Bremen, yeah. So I think that's a good signing. Uh, they also bought Josh, Josh Sargent from Bremen also. Their US young striker. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's who I believe here, is okay. fucking overhyped. That's because he's US. I don't think he'll make a big difference. So, but I feel that it's more than what they did two years ago when they came up, which was basically nothing. Stink I, I don't see them getting relegated. I think this kind of thing is very hard to say on it. Whenever new clubs enter the league, you don't know how they fare against the other remaining clubs. Mm. So I think in that sense, it's maybe harder to predict in the top four. Because top four, you roughly know how they gauge, like how they benchmark against the rest, right? But when new clubs come up, especially some like Brentford, who's never been in the in the Premier League before, like you don't know where they stand yet until they play, until they play, until, until they start playing lah. But I will assume Norwich and Watford may have more of a chance of staying up because they've been going up and down. So their standard is like roughly there. They roughly know how to play against the EPL clubs and they have survived before. We'll probably go to our table predictions, predict our 
title winners, our top four, as well as the bottom three. I guess we can start with Inran in terms yes. of title contention. Is it Liverpool? Well, I think it's very hard to say. I'm not confident enough to say that Liverpool. I mean, there's a, I think outside shout. This is the thing. I feel like this time around, the top four will be a lot closer. It looks like Chelsea and, and Man City are going to be like the front runners. So like those two, these two seasons stacked together, right? It's like Chelsea have to be in the conversation. Right? There's some more excuse like, oh, we bought a lot of new players and they like still have to gel or what, right? They really had last season to, to experiment, to like get their synergy up. And then this season, they just add one or two like key signings. So they should be good to go. And then Man City is the champion. So they will definitely still be up there with or, with or without before without Kane it's just that with Kane it, it will if with, with Kane it's more likely likely that they'll run away with it but now it's like more even and then I think the next two will be Liverpool and Man U like outside contention but not very far away like still got a chance uh. okay yeah. so I guess to press you on giving a definitive answer for your title winner who would it be as it stands now Chelsea Wow, Damn. surprise, surprise shot. Uh, yeah, I guess wow. the Chelsea fan has got to be happy about that <laughs> vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling though? Uh, cautious, uh, not, not completely confident. Because I'm really quite concerned about the fat squad that we have. La. It's way too many players. Too much dead weight. I think it doesn't... That's, but that's fine. La. That's a good problem to have. Uh. No, fine you la. can't register everyone. Then they are still... No, I mean, trim, they just... They trim them out. Lo. Yeah, dump, dump them into the, the under-23s. La. Yeah, <laughs> like, so you, you never know... Like politics can come into play, then there'll be that toxic group in the in the training ground, which I think is quite dangerous potentially. It's all those back behind the behind the scenes type of nonsense that will get Mourinho out of the job, that kind of thing. <laughs> I still think Chelsea will be in contention to challenge seriously under Tuchel. Um, but at the end of the day, I still go with Man City lah. Okay. Just because of experience and I think they are, they'll be able to make the false nine work regardless of uh, Harry Kane or not. Uh, mm. Interesting. Two different winner predictions. That's already an upgrade on last season when all of us went Liverpool. Manjun, <laughs> uh, who's your title pick? Oh, I want to say someone different. United. 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 I always say they won't move. Sancho won't, won't move the needle. But they are. Yeah. <sighs> No, it's not Man U for me. It's not Chelsea okay. for me. It must be Leicester. No, it's Man City. <laughs> <laughs> Leicester, 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 Leicester won before also. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I think it's Man City. La. To me. Okay. No. I expect them to get a centre forward by the deadline. Mm, whether Because it's Harry Kane or not. Whether it's Harry Kane or not. <laughs> I know a strategy that comes to mind. If you watch my you watch my take on Euros. Oh. <laughs> Roland Salah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that Patrick Schick? Ayo, Patrick Schick, I tell you. Hey, why nobody go for him? Ah? <laughs> anyway, okay. You know why? Because they all know it's a fluke. They know Harry Patrick Schick is actually not that good. I guess in terms of my title pick, you know, as much as I want to be different, my sole reason for why Man U won't win the title, right? Oh, okay. It's because always at the wheel. <laughs> really? Wow, okay. I think they the same, have a squad. It's the same issue since last, last season. Right, yeah, it's still the same issue. I think that with their squad, right, with a better manager, say they have a Klopp or a Guardiola, I think no problem, possible uh, title challenge. contenders. You look at the squad, a lot of them had good Euros. Luke Shaw also suddenly, everybody's favourite left back. Harry Maguire also redeemed himself. So it looks quite solid. I guess maybe the only thing about 
their starting eleven that you have a problem with is McFred still there. <laughs> Man City without a striker, Jack Grealish doesn't really. I mean, he is a good player, but does he really like value add to what you already have? Yeah. See, he doesn't score a lot of goals also. So mm. maybe yeah. it's how to say like. I don't have that much faith in Guardiola. That's why I'm not going to put Man City to win the Damn. title. I'm, I'm wow. going to go. I'm going to go Chelsea win the title also, but not with strong conviction to say that lah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, plus, I think with this Man City score right is not as good as all their previous Man like the previous Man City scores. It's like mm. to win a title consecutively is harder. I think. But I guess our top four will possibly be quite similar. <laughs> I mean, we more or less mentioned the same few names, but. Just as a formality, unless any of you want to bring up any other different names, you can start with Robin. Uh, your top four in order: Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United. Is it the same for you, Inran? Except Chelsea and Man City swap. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking if I dare to go for Liverpool second, but uh, I think no lah, no lah. But yeah, I think I'll go exactly the same as Robin. I also. I was also thinking about that really because like I can't possibly put Liverpool below Man U lah. We are back. <laughs> no, but hey, to be fair, this is the first time I think all of us are gonna go menu in the top four. Previously, not all of us did. I really, really want to put Leicester in. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I really want to put them in because like yeah. they only got better, but they lost for Fanana. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of sucks. Plus they didn't significantly upgrade also, right? It's more of just depth. Man- man- it's man- depth man- but it's maintaining good depth, very it's good, good depth. depth. Yeah. yeah, very good. I feel if they can replace Fofana well, like let's say like Vestergaard, because they link to Vestergaard. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. maybe but then who which team can they bounce out of the top four? Which which team in red can they bounce out of the top four? I don't <laughs> know. Liverpool? You can't be one of the red teams. La. I mean Liverpool okay. almost like, last season. Yeah, to me, up. to me, if it's gonna be a red team, it's gonna be Liverpool. Anyways, I fuck it. La. Okay, it's gonna be Man City, Chelsea, Menu Leicester. Drama. It's gonna change our big two. It's gonna change our big two. Okay, I, I, I don't have the balls to say that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but I think even though I big menu up a bit also, uh, I will say they are, they are, how to say, if any team in red are gonna miss out, I would say it's menu. I'm gonna go Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Menu also. In terms of the places, Underneath the top four, so like European places, maybe we can go top seven, five, six, seven. Um, there are a few contenders here. You know, people would say, uh, Spurs, Everton, Arsenal, West Ham finished in the top seven last time out. I don't know if they will repeat that again. Aston Villa. Villa. <laughs> some people speaks, of course, <laughs> after a very good transfer window. I don't think Everton will be as good because they didn't really strengthen their squad and. I guess a bit of a transition phase, right? And and Solotti was a perfectly fine manager before this one. Is mm-hmm, yeah. Benitez really an upgrade over him? I think they are like same level, sort of. I don't think Spurs will be in just because of like how messy their transfer window and like the coaching situation is. Like they haven't strengthened significantly, also they may lose Harry Kane. Their coach is okay. It's not say unproven, but like it's also like their freaking twentieth choice. So that's not a good look going in. So I think both of them will miss out. I think Leicester will be fifth, and then six. Aston Villa because I think they strengthen really well. A seventh place. Give to the European Conference League spot. Give to Arsenal. I think I think give to Conference League. I will put Everton there. Well, oh. I haven't even mentioned Arsenal. Okay. I don't know. I think Arsenal die really like. I don't know where they go. <laughs> no, no leads also. You know more leads. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they improve at all from previous season la, So they're gonna be a ten or something la. And yes. fifth is so who's the fifth? Liverpool. Um. Yeah. <laughs> my sixth would be Villa. 
filler oh. will be six. And the ones that's challenging for the conference, it will be... Spurs Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Given that if Harry Kane stays, that it will be Spurs Arsenal. If Harry Kane doesn't stay, that it will just purely be Arsenal. Okay. So I yeah. guess based on the fact that we're assuming Harry Kane is staying, it will be Spurs. It will be Spurs. Fifth, Leicester. Sixth, I'll go Aston Villa. Same reason. I think they transferred very well. Um, seventh, I'll go with West Ham actually. Just because I trust wow, David Moyes. Yeah, just because I trust okay. David Moyes more than the Ateta or hmm. Nuno. Can I say something hey. about West Ham, right? Is that yes. they haven't improved their team. They haven't replaced Lingard. And yeah, their squad is weaker. paper thin. Their squad yeah. is paper thin. And they have Europa also. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I think they go straight. to 13 or 14. I really think so. Eh. Wow. <laughs> they, they, they haven't improved at all. That's what I say. Weaken, nah, to be honest. Yeah, Antonio weaken. has still no backup for Antonio. So, yeah. Mm. I think, yeah. I mean... Of course, the only potential team that could have a second season syndrome is Leeds, but I, I'm not saying that. But the thing is, I think there are teams that have sort of like built up momentum because like West Ham were clearly chasing that Champions League, which is like going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for them. So that's why performances kept going, even though they had injuries and all that. I, I think they're not going to have the same kind of season they had last season. Um, Leicester in fifth, for sure. I think that one you know, is, is a case of they have a good squad, but the top four are a lot better. So, unfortunately, they will miss out. Plus, they also have to juggle European League, uh, uh, Europa League again this season. I also, before this recording, I was quite sure I was going to put Aston Villa 6. But now, that it seems everybody. like everybody is doing it. Yeah, <laughs> It's not going to be different. <laughs> but maybe, perhaps, things... You have to assume that these kind of players and new transfers all gel together at once or so. You have... Oli Watkins, who may not start this time round because, of course, there's now Danny Ings or so. I'm going to put Aston Villa 7th, just to be different. It's not quite a big difference. But I'm going to say Arsenal finish 6. Oh, wow. Big shout out. The nice. lowest team no Euro. all of them. <laughs> um, probably, you know, their squad isn't that bad. Probably they will not have the kind of same results as they had last season where they were like losing left and right all the time. You know, they were decent towards the end. I think that could be enough this time to finish in the European sports. Lah. It's not as if they have a lot of competition this time. I guess maybe this is the time to mention Newcastle. I realise we didn't really mention them almost throughout. We have to. Uh, try not to. We have to. We got I, representation I, here. Obviously, we have, yeah, we have representation. You've also changed your wallpaper especially for this. Joe Willem, as of the time of recording, looks like he'll be moving to Newcastle. No hope at all for this season. Just want to say, put it right I here. Still, what, so specifically, what is no hope? We have the exact same team and that is about it. Yeah, to me, there's no difference if you end up 10 and you end up 15. <laughs> you sure or not? You want another season of struggle again? <laughs> there's no difference. I, I rather you end up 15. That is more exciting at the bottom. <laughs> you end up 10. It's so boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, the, why I say no hope because I believe they'll end, you'll end up like 11. Okay. You still an upgrade on last season. Because you were upgrade last season. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. what's the difference? You know, I mean, Lejeune is gone. But then it doesn't matter because he didn't even start last season. <laughs> Muto is gone. What's the difference? Because he, does, he doesn't even play. Then other than that, no difference eh? I feel. I feel the same issues will still hamper the club. I feel ASM will still get injured at some point in the season. Perhaps surprises of the season. I know most people would say Aston Villa. But do you have any other teams that you could say could surprise? Maybe in finish higher up than most people would expect. I was thinking Brighton. Okay. Yeah, I feel the reason why they suck so bad last night because they cannot put the ball in the fucking net. 
So I think this season, maybe they can do it. They signed some player from RB Salzburg la, for quite expensive, mm. expensive one. Don't know what's his name. La. Enoch Mwepu or something. Probably not pronouncing guys, it yeah. right. So I think maybe Graham Potter can help this team. La. Okay. It's not stuck horse to extend of like 7, maybe 9 or 10. In terms of bottom 3, who do you think would be relegated at the end of the season? Mm. I had them ready. Number one is Brentford. Confirm Brentford. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's confirmed Brentford. Bottom. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't even think Ivan Tony was scored by 10 goals in the, okay. in the hype, league. Right. Pure hype. So, all those ex-Newcastle players, right? They do well in the championship. It's all pure hype. Like Adam Armstrong, <laughs> right? all pure hype. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to bring in Adam Armstrong. Eh. Yeah. I'll I get to him. Uh, Burnley. Okay. Second one is Burnley. What the fuck are Burnley? Chris <laughs> <laughs> Wood FC Look, They haven't even signed anybody I think right They haven't yeah. signed anybody I don't think Look, so They yeah. are destined for relegation It's like they are just Playing with water you know? I mean when can we get relegated So it's Burnley, Brentford And I think Southampton uh. Adam Armstrong As a replacement for Danny Ings Is one of the biggest Downgrades you can ever have So <laughs> I don't think They really strengthen their squad like, They bought some left back From France Or mm. they bought that Chelsea youngster That starts with V Whatever the name is called Yeah Livramento Yeah some liver or oh. something Okay I think it's 18th place la, for Southampton. Okay. Yeah. So Norwich and Watford to stay up. Norwich and Watford both to stay up. I think Brentford going down. So yeah, first time coming up and yellow, yeah, small cup. So uh no offense, but <laughs> Okay, la, there'll be no Brentford fans watching this anyway, so. <laughs> But could they do what, what Sheffield did, you know, technically? All the Kenneth unknown Kenneth. all the unknown English players come in, then they just I don't know eh. Can, uh, but, but if everybody do a Sheffield then it's not very special in here I try to think if Newcastle will go down but <laughs> <laughs> that's quite reasonable okay yeah I mean I think I think they will be there about a fight la. but I think Watford, they are about, Watford, yeah, I think Watford will, will go down so two of the promoted cards will go down but I think Norwich will survive no I think it's the third card is going to go down Crystal Palace oh shit mm. Ooh. how the hell Burnley's supposed to I don't know I don't know I I think yeah, Burnley always like, maybe, maybe. Well, Burnley still can rough people but the thing about Crystal Palace is you bring Patrick Vieira in right I should get reminded of when Thierry Henry was at Monaco in. <laughs> oh man and then like they bring, and then half their squad leave right then you bring all the youngsters like all the inexperienced and they got inexperienced squad and inexperienced manager you come and die idiot. Mm. got no stability at all will Zaha finally leave if they get relegated of course he has to uh, they give him a to. big ass con- contract extension that's to finally say. go to <laughs> go down also, also confirm discounted price to sell already. he go now he sure own the league man. top scorer top <laughs> assistant everything man. I'm sure, sure that's confirm. not what he wants to do in his career right but become the Messi of <laughs> the championship championship Messi <laughs> it's your poor man's Messi uh. <laughs> I'm thinking also because usually right looking at past trends there's always a mid-table team that tries to do too much and then flop completely and go down we've seen that with Stoke they tried to unstoke themselves become a bit more fancy and all that immediately went down under Mark Hughes I think if the, it fits the build uh, Crystal Palace too much change different manager also going to make Roy Hodgson look like a god again so I don't think Crystal Palace finished bottom but I think they'll struggle I'm going to put them 19 but I'm not doing this in order of the promoted teams I'm not fully confident Norwich will stay up again eh. uh, as in will stay up despite you know like how to say going down the same team coming back up again I'm going to say Norwich get relegated again to join them. Every season, I always think it's Burnley's season to go down. But it's never Burnley's season to go down. You know what? I'm going to reverse psychology this time. I'm not going to put Burnley in the bottom three this time. Um, I think maybe the gulf is too big for Brentford and it looks like they may be spending smartly this time 
with the view of maybe going back down and then buying more players and then coming back up again. I'm going to say Brentford joined Norwich and Palace going down. Uh, well, I don't know much about the promoted clubs at all, but I have a feeling Brentford will go down same. The other club that will join them, I will think is Norwich. Just because I trust Detroit Dini and his shithousery more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like Watford got quite a lot of players who've been in the league. So at least they know how to survive. Uh, but yes, I also agree. Burnley is the next team to go down finally. As sad as I would be for Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah, not really. Uh, kind of hope. I think a lot of people are hoping them to go down. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just because they are the most, one of the most boring teams to watch, I think they will go down. Although they seem to have that formula for staying up. But yeah, in order 18-19-20 is I put Brentford, Burnley, Norwich last. I think ironically, right, it looks like the promoted teams or maybe the teams at the bottom have gotten weaker so that I think Newcastle quite clear of danger. Eh. This I mean, they, will, quite they safe, will be yeah. here and there about Sosola, but you know, it doesn't look like they are prime candidates for it. Eh. I believe we okay. I believe you will give Brentford their first win of the season. I still <laughs> believe you'll be able to, we, we can still survive with that. I think they damage. are far weaker teams than Newcastle now. Yeah, like Southampton is bloody yeah, yeah. yeah, Southampton Think is of very close. Like what you, you, you can start with like a five game losing streak, then it just goes downhill with it. Like Sheffield with it. Okay, yeah, Sheffield United lost again last week. So oh, to who's it's yeah? continuing. They lost at oh. home to Birmingham. Oh they're screwed. Oh yeah. 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 Lee Boyer at Birmingham. For those who I, I, still I know that, his... that Manu Chinese guy also at Birmingham. Tahis Chong, right? Something like that. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Tahis Chong. Yeah, the one wow. the fucking crazy mo- uh, afro. Crazy that yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I know. Why is he Chinese? What? Because he's Chong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that's not not I don't know. Actually, English, la. right? I think English. If yeah. I'm wrong. <laughs> you ask whether he can represent Singapore or not. La. See, see. <laughs> Chong. <laughs> But I think there is a Singaporean, not, not Ben Davies, there is a Singaporean who is in the championship. I think he's playing for Cardiff, Perry Ng. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. What Juan the Perry Young. What but, but Singapore never do that. Singapore so I mean to. So love their face. Yeah, but I think he's English born. Oh, mm. So his grandmother yeah. Singaporean, something like that. Something one, like one that. One of yeah, those yeah. reasons. Yeah, but he could declare for Singapore. <laughs> Would he move the leader for Singapore? To have uh, a Cardiff I think one player only. Anything will move the needle for Singapore. I think anything will move the needle. I think anything will move the needle. Any one extra foreign talent will move the needle already. That's why we bring in foreign talent. <laughs> uh, but I guess, you know, in terms of championship fact of the day, you know, I'm just going to shove it in here. Uh, because we faced Middlesbrough last, uh, was just yesterday only, we drew 1-1. That's not the fact of the day. The fact of the day is uh, Middlesbrough's manager, Neil Warnock, right? It's actually an anagram <laughs> of Colin oh. Wenker. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you who don't know. Yeah. So a lot of uh, opposition fans always like to call him Colin. No? <laughs> and he always gets riled up by that. <laughs> he gets riled up by anything. And yeah, that's true also. Yeah. It's older, managing, uh. I thought he got fired already. Yeah. Uh. He's still he got fired or... many times already. I'm surprised he's at Middlesbrough. Oh my god. No, I tell you, he every season he's gonna say, Oh, it's my last season, I'm gonna retire. Even this yeah. uh, after this game against women, he said, Oh, it's very sad, it's my last time at Cleveland Cottage, please. It's kind of nonsense. <laughs> I don't get all these clubs eh, that, that still want to hire him. Why don't you just give someone younger a chance? But I thought it's proven uh, that all the Lao Jia will get you out of the championship. I, I think this proven thing is no longer mm. a case really because a lot of other foreign managers have come in and done well also. Eh. Like, you see the Norwich manager, Daniel Fuck. He's also, <laughs> have to be very careful pronouncing his name. Yeah, uh, he's also, also did well in the championship. Uh, Jokanovic at Sheffield United now also has done pretty well with Watford and then Fulham after that. So, you know, it's no longer like, oh, you must get an old British manager. He knows how the championship works, kind of nonsense. Yeah, actually, they all phase out already. Yeah, can only manage yeah, like the see, lower leagues. 
like Tony Pulis this kind don't know I think out of a job don't know how long already Tony Pulis still of who ah uh, Mark Hughes basically this gang of Sam people Aladdin. right <laughs> only Steve yeah. Bruce is in, in management <laughs> Harry Redknapp or oh, he retired already uh, Harry Redknapp yeah, yeah but that one too, far too old already I think he's even older than New Warnock <laughs> Not as old as Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is as old as Roy Hodgson. Oh, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, uh, Arsenal signed up to be the next uh, team on the All or Nothing documentary. Oh my god. They need, they need, they need they already nothing. They What's their All? <laughs> now you can sign up for this counting or not. It's not, they, um, it's not they come and ask you where they want to be. Maybe Arsenal go back then. Not, not enough money. Yeah. We need more revenue streams. Yeah. <laughs> what can what we do? Oh, this season looks to be interesting. Eh. Looks like going to be close side between a lot of clubs the, like, like all the mid-table clubs the top four clubs I think the relegation will be dif- beautiful I think last year the relegation fight right was okay, almost very yeah. nice eh? wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so anticlimactic uh, yeah. hopefully you've enjoyed our season predictions of course if you agree with us or you know if you disagree why not can also comment down in the comment section down below please of course give us a like and if you want you can consider subscribing to our channel as well even though we know nothing hopefully today you've learned something we'll see you again next week bye bye